You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. So today's episode, quite naturally, will be a trade deadline recap. It was a, a monster uh, of a trade deadline, uh, and we've got uh, a lot of big deals to to look into, so I'm, I'm not even going to waste any time. Let's dive in uh, with trades that happened kind of late uh, on Thursday. Uh, we got the Washington Nationals sending Max Scherzer and Trey Turner uh, to the Los Angeles Dodgers for catcher Kiebert Ruiz, uh, starting pitcher Josiah Gray, outfielder Donovan Casey, and pitcher uh, Gerardo Carrillo. Uh, and so, look, Scherzer's uh, having a great bounce back season uh, for the Nationals and is one of the top, you know, eight or 10 pitchers in baseball, probably, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit better than that even. Uh, and so the, the Dodgers, you know, they've got, uh, they've got some issues, uh, with the rotation with Trevor Bauer, uh, sidelined and, uh, Clayton Kershaw is still out. So, uh, may as well bring in another elite pitcher and, uh, uh, really, you know, force the issue because the shortly before this deal, uh, came down with the Dodgers, it, it was, uh, getting rumored that San Diego Padres, uh, we're going to acquire Max Scherzer, and so I, I guess that uh, that public pressure might have uh, got the Dodgers to include a little bit more quality uh, going the other way. But uh, in addition uh, to Scherzer, <laughs> the Dodgers are getting uh, Trey Turner, who is an elite uh, infielder in terms of production, at, at the very least. Uh, it, uh, it looks like uh, Turner is going to be playing second base because uh, Corey Seager is due back from injury, and if he plays short for uh, the Nationals and Turner plays second base, well, uh, then the likes of, say, Gavin Lux, who's on the injured list right now, but uh, had value at various points this year, but probably will not uh, have value uh, as long as uh, Trey Turner is playing second base. In any case, Turner is one of six uh, players in Major League Baseball with at least 15 home runs and 15 stolen bases this season, and that company includes Shohei Otani, Bo Bichette, Cedric Mullins, Ronald Acuna Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., and so that's a pretty good, pretty good company to keep. Uh, the only one who has at least 18 uh, home runs and stolen bases, in addition to Trey Turner, is Fernando Tatis Jr. So there is, I mean, for fantasy owners, well know that Trey Turner is uh, a monster uh, for production when he's healthy, uh, and. Uh, the Dodgers adding Turner to their lineup and you know plugging him in at second base. Uh, th- this is going to make Turner even more valuable for for fantasy purposes, believe it or not, because uh, his uh, his production at shortstop is great. At second base, it's going to be just off the charts. Uh, and so, uh, what's going the other way? Uh, and this is obviously this is a long term uh, play for the Nationals uh, when you give up two uh, fixtures like Scherzer and Turner. Uh, so Kiebert Ruiz is 23 year old. He's a top catching prospect uh, and. He's blocked by Will Smith uh, with the Dodgers. And if you look at what Ruiz is doing at AAA this year, 16 home runs, hitting 311, 10-12 OPS in 52 games at AAA. Well, he's probably ready for a shot uh, in the major leagues. And so Washington can give him that shot. Uh, and he, he you know, might be a, a pretty integral piece uh, of their lineup moving forward. Uh, Josiah Gray is 23-year-old, 
could be a mid-rotation starter. He's started one game so far for the Dodgers. But in 198 innings in the in the minors uh, in his career, Gray is a 2.41 ERA, 0.93 WHIP, 10.4 strikeouts per nine. Yes, you you will look at that and say that's a guy who's who's going to deserve a shot uh, in the major leagues. And uh, Washington is now in a good position to give uh, Josiah Gray uh, his opportunities here to to start. Uh, Donovan Casey is a 25 year old who's playing at Double A, so not huge expectations for what he could become. He has a 296 average with an 824 OPS, so he's entirely respectable at double A. Uh, I don't know uh, that the Nationals should be counting on a whole lot uh, from him. Maybe he'll make it to the major leagues at some point, but I, I don't think you you know start penciling him into the lineup either. Uh, and then Carrillo uh, is a 22-year-old uh, right-handed pitcher who's only 5'10", uh, but he's still starting uh, at double A. He's got a 4.25 ERA, 1.32 whip, 10.6 strikeouts per nine there uh, in 15 appearances, 14 of them starts. Uh, and so, you know, Carrillo, maybe in, in the long run, he maybe he's not a starter, uh, but uh, he's been reasonably effective as a 22-year-old at double A, uh, enough that, you know, you give him another year or two uh, in the minors to develop and, and see whether or not you've got uh, a legit major league arm there. Uh, so, uh, this is that's a, a massive massive deal, uh, and when the Dodgers are the ones uh, going out and getting those two elite players, well, that really kind of you know blows things up for the rest of baseball who who think that they might might have had a shot at reeling them in. Uh, but the Nationals that that wasn't the only uh, selling going on with Washington. They had uh, they traded left fielder Kyle Schwarber uh, to the Boston Red Sox for pitcher Aldo Ramirez. Now Schwarber's 28, and you know a month into the season, two months into the season. It, it wasn't exactly a, uh, a stellar performance from Schwarber. And then all of a sudden, he just took off. Uh, and uh, now he's on the injured list right now with a, a strained hamstring. Uh, but in 72 games, Schwarber's up to 25 home runs, 53 RBIs, hitting 253, 9-10 OPS. For, for his career, Schwarber has shown that he's got major league power. Uh, and he's shown that he can get on base. Uh, he does have trouble hitting for batting average. But you know, in, in terms of well, will he make uh, the Red Sox better when he's in the lineup? Absolutely, he will. Uh, and and you know, th- this isn't just uh, you know picking him up for the short term. Uh, Schwarber's got a 11.5 million dollar mutual option for next season. Uh, and given the the sudden surge in power that he's uh, uh, put up this year, he might not be inclined to uh, to take it because he he might be able to get more on the open market. But uh, in any case, for the uh, for the Red Sox, uh, when, when Schwarber comes back, he does make them a little bit more dangerous. Uh, now, the pitcher going the other way, Aldo Ramirez, is just 20 years old, uh, and he's started eight games uh, in A-ball this year, but he's been effective in those eight games. 2.03 RA, 1.13 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. Now, he, he's probably several years uh, away from, from the majors, uh, but you know, given the, the early success there, uh, that's not a bad gamble for the Nationals to take uh, and see whether or not, uh, you know, Ramirez can uh, develop into a major league starter, uh, you know, in in a couple of years or whether he's uh, just ultimately going to be headed for the bullpen. Uh, and you know what? We've got more sales from the Washington Nationals. Uh, they send reliever Daniel Hudson uh, to San Diego uh, for prospects Mason Thompson, uh, who's a pitcher, and shortstop Jordy Barley. Now, Hudson's 34 but is having a terrific season uh, as a setup man for Washington. I mean, it gets kind of lost because the Nats are are uh, not in contention, but Hudson has a 2.20 ERA, 0.92 whip, 13.4 strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's pitched 32 and two-thirds innings. I mean, you, you can plug him into that uh, San Diego bullpen, and he'll be a, a really valuable piece uh, for them. Now, the the 
players going the other way. Uh, Mason Thompson has uh, struggled at AAA. His ERA over six. Uh, now his whip is 1.24, so maybe there's you know a little bit of bad luck going with that ERA. Uh, 8.1 strikeouts per nine at AAA is not you know not great. Uh, so I, I don't know how much to to count on Mason Thompson uh, in the major leagues. Now Barley is maybe a little bit more interesting. He's a 21 year old who's in A ball, uh, has stolen 33 bases uh, in 61 games there. Now he's also hitting 240 with a 722 OPS. So you, you'd like him to, uh, improve at the plate before you're, before you worry about his, uh, chances at the major leagues. But, uh, if Barley can, you know, continue to improve at the plate and, and, and continue to run like that, you know, there's a chance, uh, for him to do something in the major leagues. And, you know, when you're giving up a, uh, a middle reliever or a setup man in his mid thirties, uh, you know, that's probably the best you can hope for. Uh, and oh hey, we're continuing with the the Washington sales. Uh, they get uh, they send in veteran infielder Josh Harrison and veteran catcher Jan Gomes uh, to Oakland uh, for catcher Drew Millis, uh, pitcher Seth Schumann, and pitcher Richard Gouache. Uh, and you know Harrison is a useful veteran utility guy who, who's you know he's played all right uh, this season uh, for Washington when he's had the opportunity. Gomes is a 34 year old catcher who's kind of had ups and downs in his career, but this year has been reasonably productive, nine home runs hitting 271 with a 778 OPS. Um, you know, they're nice veteran depth, uh, for an Oakland team that, you know, intends to, you know, contend. Uh, and so uh, the, the piece is going the other way. Millis is a 23 year old catcher, uh, who, has not shown a lot of power, uh, has three home runs right now, uh, in, in high a ball. Now he's stolen 10 bases. So, you know, that's not exactly typical for a catcher, uh, hitting 255, 731 OPS. Uh, so I, I don't think that, you know, he's not exactly a sure thing, uh, but you know, an interesting prospect, I suppose. Uh, Schumann, uh, is also in a ball uh, as a 23 year old or high a ball as a 23 year old, 2.25 ERA, 1.05 whip and 10 strikeouts per nine, uh, in 13 games, including 11 starts, you know, that's pretty promising. Uh, so you'd like to see, uh, what he can do, uh, when he moves up, uh, and Gouache is, is also a 23 year old, uh, pitching in high a, uh, but his numbers are not quite as, uh, promising 4.67 ERA 1.54 whip now he does have 11.3 strikeouts per nine so you know there is some potential there uh and that's in 13 games uh nine of them starts uh but Schumann uh might you know when you look at those three maybe Schumann is the one who uh has uh you know the most appeal uh, at least based on what he's doing this season uh, all right, so uh, when we come back we will go to the other team that is selling off uh, parts like crazy and that's the Chicago Cubs Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of delicious flavors. Uh, there's coconut and cherry barcia and raspberry and mint brownie and double chocolate and salted caramel and strawberry and orange and cookies and cream and German chocolate. My favorite is the salted caramel. I like the sweet and the salty uh, combination there, but that is a great variety of different flavors. So there should be something for everyone. And not only do you have these great flavors, but they're covered in 100% chocolate. So they taste great. It tastes like a great snack. And not only do they taste great, they are healthy. Uh, they are loaded with protein and they're low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. And so you have this really uh, great tasting snack that is good for you. Uh, and Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And, you know, the U.S. track and field team team is uh, kind of busy right now. So uh, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's 15% off at Built.com when you use promo code LOCKED15. 
okay, let's talk some Chicago Cubs. And, and so uh, on Thursday, the Cubs traded first baseman Anthony Rizzo to the New York Yankees uh, for outfielder Kevin Alcantara and pitcher Alexander Vizcaino. Uh, and the, this is, I guess, the, the beginning of, of the Cubs. They really, uh, they had been rumored, I guess, to be in, in, uh, in seller's mode this year. Uh, and uh, they, they certainly lived up to it. Uh, this uh, at this trade deadline because uh, anything that wasn't nailed down uh, got moved out uh, and so Rizzo is a 32 year old who is not hitting like he did in his very best years with the Cubs but still pretty reasonably productive uh, this year 14 home runs 40 RBIs 41 runs scored hitting 248 with a 792 OPS in, in 92 games uh, for the Cubs uh, he will uh, add some stability uh, at first base for the Yankees. And, you know, Luke Voigt has been injured for uh, most of the season uh, for the Yankees. Uh, and I, I guess at this point, if you're the Yankees, they don't necessarily trust uh, in, in Voigt's contributions. And so they add Rizzo to the mix, uh, gives them some left, more left-handed power. Uh, and, uh, you know, given their, their acquisition of, uh, of Joey Gallo, uh, also giving them some left-handed power, the Yankees are really going to be able to uh, kind of run left, right, left, right, uh, between, uh, you know, Rizzo and Gallo on the left and, uh, Judge and, uh, and Stanton, uh, as right-handed hitters. And so, um, that, that will, you know, give the Yankees lineup a, a better balance, I guess, than it had, uh, previously. Um, but, uh, going the other way, uh, we've got Kevin Alcantara is a 19 year old who's playing rookie ball. Now he's only played eight games. So, I mean, the fact that he's hitting 360 with a 968 OPS is, you know, wonderful, except, I mean, it's in eight games, so who cares? Uh, I guess you can, you can just say, okay, Alcantara is a 19 year old who, who has some potential and, and maybe somewhere down the road, he'll uh, have a shot at playing for the Cubs. But I mean, I think we're, since he's in rookie ball now, we're probably looking like at least three years from now, maybe more. Uh, now Vizcaino is a 24 year old pitcher. Uh, who has only pitched uh, six innings uh, so far this season, and <laughs> he's given up six hits, which not not the end of the world. He's struck out seven. Okay, that's all right. He's also walked ten, <laughs> so I, I, it's only six innings. It's a small sample, but yeah, a pitcher who's walked ten uh, in six innings is probably not not uh, knocking on the door of the major leagues. Uh, now this guy, you know, did pitch not too bad in a ball a couple of years ago, uh, but you know, given his uh, struggles in limited time this year. It, it seems like he's probably a long shot uh, for the major leagues. Um, so uh, that's not uh, the Cubs were barely uh, getting started there with an Anthony Rizzo trade. They also traded closer Craig Kimbrell, the Chicago White Sox, for second baseman Nick Madrigal uh, and reliever Cody Hewer. Now uh, Kimbrell has had a, a throwback season here. He's he's been a little iffy uh, in the past couple of years, uh, but now Kimbrell. Uh, has a 0.49 ERA, 0.71 whip, 15.7 strikeouts per nine uh, in 39 games uh, for the Cubs. And it's just, it's been a vintage performance uh, for, for Kimbrell. And, and the fact that he's, he's doing this while the Cubs are kind of have faded out of contention made him prime uh, trade candidate to go to a contender. Uh, he saved 23 games, but most likely here with the White Sox, he's going to move into a setup role. Um, because Liam Hendricks is uh, closing games for the White Sox, and he's been uh, terrific this year as well. Uh, so uh, Kimbrel uh, really bolsters uh, that White Sox bullpen. I mean, having the, those two guys at the end of games uh, should be a real asset for them. Uh, and, you know, this is just uh, the Cubs moving out another quality piece. Now, uh, going the other way, Nick Madrigal's 24-year-old second baseman who... Uh, 
he is the slappiest of slap hitters. Uh, he was hitting 305 with a 774 OPS uh, in 54 games this year before he tore his hamstring, uh, and that knocks him out for the season. But uh, you know, we, we can presume that he'll be recovered from a torn hamstring uh, by next season, and, and uh, you know, we'll, should have a shot at starting a second base. Uh, for the Cubs, I mean, get, wait till we get through all these trades. There'll be lots of lots of uh, jobs available uh, for the Cubs uh, next season. And Madrigal, uh, you know, you can probably pencil him in uh, for a shot at second base. Uh, and then Hewer is a 25-year-old who uh, has not been terribly effective. Uh, he's pitched in 40 games this year for uh, the White Sox, but has a 5.12 ERA, 1.42 WHIP, 9.1 strikeouts per nine, uh, and you know, I think if you're the you're the Cubs, you can give him some reps and and hope that he can get better. Uh, and maybe there's you know a little bit more value in the future. Uh, but you, know, you have to really like this from the White Sox perspective. If if they're going to go for it this year, uh, adding uh, Kimbrel uh, to join Hendricks at the end of games uh, should make them uh, pretty tough to knock out. Uh, well, let's see who else can the Cubs trade that. Uh, is a star. Well, how about Javi Baez? They trade the shortstop Javi Baez uh, and starting pitcher Trevor Williams to the New York Mets for outfielder Pete Crow Armstrong. Uh, now, Baez is a 28-year-old who's uh, going to be a free agent, and he is uh, has 22 home runs, 65 RBIs, 48 runs scored. Now, he's only hitting 248 with a 775 OPS. And, like, Baez has been better than that in, in uh, previous seasons in his career, uh, but he's also a great fielder. Uh, and if if, uh, if Francisco Lindor is healthy, uh, then Baez could slide over to second base uh, for the Mets. But if Lindor is um, you know still injured, uh, then Baez can play short. I mean, he does have that versatility where he's he's moved around a bit uh, in the infield for the Cubs. But boy, he's a a real big boost uh, to that Mets lineup. Uh, Trevor Williams, 29 year old who. Uh, Eat some innings, but uh, not always effectively. He's uh, appeared in 13 games this year, 12 of them starts, 5.06 ERA, 1.53 whip. He does have a career-high 9.4 strikeouts per nine, but uh, I would not have huge expectations out of uh, Trevor Williams, but uh, that does offer a little bit more uh, pitching depth uh, for the Mets. And now uh, Pete Crow Armstrong uh, is just 19 years old, but he was a first round pick, uh, of the Mets in 2020. So, you know, the Cubs are at least, uh, you know, playing the long game here. Now, Crow Armstrong has only appeared in six games, uh, this year has a 417 batting average, 1063 OPS in the low minors. Like that, none of that is particularly relevant, uh, but, uh, a 19 year old with, with real high potential, uh, there's a chance there that, uh, you know, maybe three or four years from now, uh, Crow Armstrong, is is a, a valued piece of the Chicago Cubs, uh, but uh, there, there are lots of bumps in the road on the way. Like j- Just because you were a first-round pick uh, hardly means that you're going to be a sure thing uh, in Major League Baseball. So uh, this is a roll of the dice by the Cubs, but uh, at least if you're going to move a, a star player like Javi Baez, uh, you may as well uh, you know roll the dice on a, on a young player with some upside that you know, maybe if it all plans, if it all pans out that Pete Crow Armstrong uh, could be an impact player for them in the majors. Uh, well, let's see who else can the Cubs trade? How about third baseman, Chris Bryant? Wow. This has just been, uh, something else here, uh, for the Cubs on, on their trade deadline. Now, Bryant can also play first. He can play outfield. He's got, uh, some versatility and he's had a nice bounce back season, uh, this year. Uh, has 18 home runs, 51 RBIs, 58 runs scored, hitting 267, has an 861 OPS in 93 games. Uh, and now he struggled in 2020, but as I say, this is a, a quality bounce back year from, uh, from Bryant and, uh, and he adds a, 
a, a valuable bat uh, to the Giants lineup. Uh, now going the other way, uh, pitcher Caleb Killian and outfielder Alexander Canario. Now Killian is 24 years old, uh, pitching at high A and double A this year. But in 15 starts uh, between those two levels, 2.13 ERA, 0.82 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine. Um, you know, see how he finishes the year and maybe at double A and, uh, and be ready to, you know, move him up. Um, but, you know, at least those those are some promising numbers, uh, even if, you know, maybe at 24 years old, he, he's a tad old uh, on the prospect side to be still down in uh, high A and double A. Uh, now, Canario is 21 years old. Uh, in playing an A ball. Now he's only hitting 235, but he does have a 758 OPS and has stolen 15 bases in 18 attempts uh, in 65 games. So, you know, there's uh, some some potential there as well. Uh, and from the from the Cubs' perspective, you know, you're you're gonna see all these stars that have gone out. Uh, I mean, just uh, just at the deadline here, getting rid of uh, uh, you know three quarters of your infield, uh, trading Rizzo and Baez and Bryant. You know that that's not easily going to be made up in in the short term, uh, but there are going to be opportunities for uh, for young players to uh, to get into the lineup, and and then you know we'll we'll see how the the Cubs kind of rebuild uh, progresses. Uh, but uh, I mean, I guess that this was telegraphed uh, in the off season, uh, and uh, I guess it it has all come to fruition, and in, in a way that I'm sure uh, Cubs fans are not terribly happy about. Uh, but. Uh, there you go. Uh, some teams uh, managed to reap the rewards of the Cubs' uh, plans because, uh, you know, the Giants get better with Chris Bryant, the Mets get better with Javi Baez, and the Cubs get better, or the White Sox get better uh, with Craig Kimbrell, uh, and the Yankees get better with Anthony Rizzo. And, and so, um, you know, the, the, the Cubs are, uh, you know, equal opportunity helpers here, uh, spreading out uh, their star players around Major League Baseball. Uh, and uh, so... It might be a while though before the the Cubs are contenders again because they really uh, they've gutted the squad. Uh, and so when we come back, we've got a whole lot more deals to come, uh, and uh, it was a busy trade deadline. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, but also the NBA, NHL, NFL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. This team's prepped for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So now that we've covered the uh, the teardowns of the Washington Nationals and the Chicago Cubs, uh, let's get into the rest of uh, the trades from the deadline. And the Minnesota Twins uh, trade their ace pitcher, Jose Berrios, to the Toronto Blue Jays uh, for shortstop Austin Martin and starting pitcher Simeon Woods-Richardson. Uh, this is a big deal. Uh, the Blue Jays desperately needed more pitching. Uh, you might have thought the bullpen would be a priority, but if you're going to add a top starter, there's value in that too. Uh, now, Barrios is 27 uh, in 20 starts this year for the Twins. He's a 3.48 ERA, 1.04 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, all uh, very encouraging uh, for the Blue Jays to uh, give the ball to Barrios down the stretch. Uh, now, they, they did not pay an insignificant price uh, to get him. Uh, Martin uh, is 21 years old, but he was the fifth pick uh, in the 2020 draft. Uh, and I guess the the challenge here is that Martin uh, may have been blocked somewhat uh, in Toronto. He, he's uh, a shortstop. 
naturally, and he's not going to knock Bo Bichette out of there anytime soon. Uh, and uh, once the Blue Jays uh, brought in George Springer, uh, that blocked center field, which was another uh, kind of avenue uh, for Martin. And so, uh, so far this season in 55 games, uh, he's got only two home runs. And I think that, that may have been a, an area of concern. Uh, with the Blue Jays, you know, I'd, I'd hate to put, uh, you know, too much on, on well, his first, uh, you know, this small sample of, of uh, minor league games, but two home runs in 55 games is not exactly uh, screaming out for uh, promotion. And now he's, he's got nine stolen bases, hitting 281 with an 807 OPS, 424 on base percentage. Like, there's still a path here to Martin, uh, you know, playing in the major leagues and being an effective major leaguer. But uh, I suppose the question of his power uh, is is one at least worth considering. Uh, and then Simeon Woods Richardson uh, was acquired from the New York Mets as part of the Marcus Stroman uh, trade. Now, in 11 starts at AA, uh, Woods Richardson has a 5.76 ERA and a 1.50 whip. You know, both of those don't, don't sound great. Uh, he does have 13.3 strikeouts per nine, though. Uh, and so that's fairly encouraging for a 20-year-old at AA uh, to be racking up strikeouts like that. Uh, you know, give him two more years. Uh, and the, the, there could be some nice value there for Minnesota. Uh, Toronto also gets veteran reliever Joakim Soria uh, from the Arizona Diamondbacks for two players to be named later. Uh, I cannot imagine they are uh, terribly significant, uh, but uh, for a Blue Jays team that is kind of desperate for bullpen help, uh, I think it makes all, all the sense in the world uh, to bring in a veteran like Soria uh, and kind of add him to the mix. And, and because uh, as this is likely going to go down uh, for the rest of the regular season, uh, the Blue Jays are, are going to have to ride the hot hand in their bullpen because they don't know that uh, they have enough proven arms back there that they can just, uh, you know, automatically roll them out and, and think everything will be okay. Uh, all right, Chicago White Sox uh, bring in second baseman Cesar Hernandez uh, from Cleveland, uh, sending pitcher Connor Pilkington uh, to the Indians. Uh, and so uh, Hernandez is 31 years old, uh, but has, has had, a, I mean, in some ways, a career season. Now, he's only hitting 247 with a 731 OPS, so none of that is terribly exciting. But he does have 18 home runs uh, and has scored 60 runs. He's been hitting up, up in the uh, Cleveland lineup quite a bit. Uh, and so uh, I would not expect him uh, to be hitting high in the, in the White Sox lineup. Uh, and, but if he does offer a little bit of pop at second base, uh, that that's going to have value, uh, for Chicago too. Uh, now Pilkington's 23 years old, uh, and looks like a pretty decent prospect in 14 starts at, uh, double A this year. He's got 3.48 ERA, 0.92 whip, which is really good. And 10.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and so, uh, you know, if you're Cleveland and you're, you know, the, you're not, you're not going to base your future around anything uh, related to Cesar Hernandez. So. You know, try try this young arm and and hope uh, that Connor Pilkington can uh, you know continue to develop over the next year or two and and, and see whether or not he can uh, do it in the major leagues. Uh, Los Angeles Angels trade starting pitcher Andrew Heaney to the New York Yankees uh, for pitcher Jason Junk uh, and uh, pitcher Elvis Piguero. Uh, now Heaney's 30 years old and you know has had a bunch of injury problems throughout his career, uh, and you know this and. He, he has the stuff, I guess, that, um, you know, lures, lures people in and, and uh, you know, forecasters, you know, will, will tell you that, oh, he, he's going to break through this year or that year. And really, it just hasn't happened. Um, and I, I say this because in like 2021, there was a certain, certain amount of hype for Andrew Heaney. And I think he was uh, slated to be the opening day starter for the Angels and all that. Like, 
in any case, he's made 18 starts, has a 5.27 ERA, 1.31 whip, 10.8 strikeouts per nine. So he can miss bats, uh, and and you know the 1.31 whip isn't terrible, but the 5.27 ERA is. I mean, that's you know there's not a lot of appeal there, uh, and so. I mean, Heaney can be part of the Yankees' rotation, um, but kind of at the low end, I think. And um, I, I don't know that he's going to be a huge difference maker. Now, the price paid is not hugely significant, I guess. Uh, Junk is 25 years old. Um, 1.780 ERA, 0.96 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine uh, at double A. He's appeared in 14 games, 12 of them starts. But this is a 25-year-old at double A. Uh, and so I don't know that Jansen Junk is... Uh, got a huge uh, future, but I think if you're the Angels, uh, it's worth, you know, giving him uh, the opportunity to move up and, and see uh, whether, you know, th- this season's performance is, is something that can uh, be built upon. Uh, Piguero uh, is 24 years old. Uh, he's pitched at high A and at double A this year, and, and he's been effective too. 2.23 RA, 0.99 whip, 11.6 strikeout per nine. Now he's been out of the bullpen uh, for 44 and a third innings, uh, but you know, so you're getting guys who are reasonably effective at, at high A and double A ball, uh, but they're also kind of old for, for the level. Uh, and so I, I would not expect uh, there to be huge upside uh, coming to uh, uh, the Angels for this. I mean, uh, for them, it's probably just a case of uh, they'll move on from Andrew Heaney and uh, and give others uh, opportunities to, uh, to go there. Uh, the Texas Rangers uh, send... Starting pitcher Kyle Gibson, reliever Ian Kennedy, pitcher Hans Kraus, and Cash to the Philadelphia Phillies for Spencer Howard. Uh, and, and so Gibson uh, is 33 years old and having the best year of his career. Uh, he has a 2.87 ERA, 1.18 whip, 7.5 strikeouts per nine in 19 starts. Uh, now, uh, his inability to miss bats is you know kind of a problem uh, because you, you, you can't expect to kind of just, just be crafty uh, and, and still put up the uh, elite results, uh, which is kind of what he had been doing uh, early in the season. Uh, but uh, I think if you're, if you're the Phillies and, and you're not counting on, um, and you're not counting on him to be uh, a top of the rotation guy, but uh, you know, either mid or, or further back in your rotation, uh, then I think Kyle Gibson has a chance to, uh, to offer you some value. Uh, Ian Kennedy uh, is a veteran pitcher who you know started for a long time, uh, but, uh, was a closer in Kansas City in, in 2019 uh, and then has been closing for Texas this season and uh, has been reasonably effective uh, in that role. He's got 16 saves on a Texas team that hardly wins. Uh, has a 2.51 ERA, 1.05 whip, 9.7 strikeouts per nine. I mean, for a Phillies team that uh, you know can always has problems with their bullpen, uh, Ian Kennedy is probably going to have uh, some legitimate value for them. And you know, so if you add Gibson and you add Kennedy, uh, there, there's opportunity there for the Phillies to, you know, be more, be more uh, competitive down the stretch, and uh, I guess we'll we'll see, uh, you know, whether there's, you know, more value to be had. Hans Kraus is a 22-year-old, uh, who was a second-round pick in 2017, and uh, so the, there's a chance here that Hans Kraus has uh, a future uh, with Philadelphia, and uh, in Double A this year. Kraus has, has started 13 games, 3.35 ERA, 0.90 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. That's not bad. Uh, and so uh, you have to, uh, if you're kind of doing this from Texas's perspective, you had to sweeten the pot, I guess, to uh, to get the Phillies to give up uh, Spencer Howard. Uh, but sending Hans Kraus uh, the other way, is uh, th- that's not a bad prospect uh, for the Phillies to pick up and uh, and see what, what the future is for, uh, for Hans Kraus. 
because I think what the Phillies have seen so far from Spencer Howard, they're not thrilled. Uh, you know, as he was coming up, uh, Howard was going to be, uh, he was expected, I guess, to be the, a future, um, you know, cornerstone piece in the Phillies rotation. It just hasn't happened yet. Uh, you know, he has appeared in 17 games over the past two seasons for Philadelphia, starting 13 of them, has a 5.81 ERA, 1.56 whip, uh, 9.2 strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's also got 4.6 walks per nine. And that, I mean, that's really too high to, uh, to count on. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, if, if you're Texas, it, it's worth a shot here that, that maybe you can, uh, turn Spencer Howard around, but it, uh, at the same time, it sure looks like the, the Phillies are the ones getting uh, a lot more of the value, uh, in this deal, especially with Hans Krauss going, uh, in that. So, um, we'll, we'll see if Spencer Howard, uh, can, you know, get get things straightened out with Texas. Certainly, there he's going to get the opportunities, uh, and that's I guess, you know, the one thing that Texas can offer is the the, the starts for the rest of this season are going to be uh, pretty low leverage, uh, and so there's uh, an opportunity for uh, Spencer Howard to you know either sink or swim as a major league starter. Uh, now the Atlanta Braves uh, did some adding. Uh, they grabbed outfielder Adam Duvall uh, from the Miami Marlins for catcher Alex Jackson. Uh, Duvall has played for the Braves. Uh, he's 32 years old, and he, we know what Adam Duvall is. He's a power hitter who struggles to hit for average. He's got 22 home runs. He's hitting 229. Uh, that, <laughs> he is what he is, uh, and that's uh, fine for the Braves, who are, are trying to bolster uh, their outfield. Uh, and so uh, they add Duvall, and they, they pay a decent price here. Uh, um Alex Jackson was the sixth pick in the 2014 draft. Uh, now, obviously, that's a long time ago, uh, but he's 25 years old, uh, and in 30 games this year uh, at AAA, Jackson has 11 home runs, 36 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 287 with a 1060 OPS. I mean, uh, you you would certainly say that's a guy who who deserves a shot uh, in the major leagues, uh, and you know maybe it's time. And and the Marlins. Uh, are the type of franchise that can probably give him some some of that opportunity. Uh, and if Jackson, you know, if his production at the plate in, in that 30-game sample this year is, is an indication, uh, then, you know, maybe he is uh, a guy who can be the catcher of the future uh, for the Marlins. Uh, the Braves also acquire outfielder Eddie Rosario from Cleveland. They send Pablo Sandoval the other way. Now, Sandoval has not uh, been terribly productive for Atlanta, has four home runs, hitting 178 with a 645 OPS and 86 plate appearances. Now, Rosario, uh, he's played more, but hasn't been uh, hugely productive himself. Uh, In 78 games, he's got seven home runs, 46 RBIs, 29 runs, nine stolen bases, hitting 254 with a 685 OPS. Now, um, he's been more productive in the past, uh, and, you know, but I think in the case here for the Braves, Rosario is, uh, is virtually free. Uh, so, you know, take a shot, add him to the, to the mix in their outfield, uh, as they do with, uh, Jorge Soler, uh, who they acquire from Kansas city for pitching prospect, Casey Kalich. Uh, now Soler is 29 years old, uh, and a couple of years ago hit 48 home runs. Uh, and so you can always c- cling to that, uh, home run explosion as, as potential for what Jorge Soler could do. Uh, but in his past nine games, he's hit six home runs. Uh, and that has kind of, you know, I guess reawakened his value because he, he was really struggling uh, this year. And in fact, uh, prior to those nine games, he had hit a total of seven home runs. So now he's he's up to 13 uh, on the season. as 37 uh, RBIs, 38 runs scored, hitting only 192 with a 658 OPS. Uh, but uh, between Rosario, Duvall, and Soler, uh, at the very least, uh, the Braves are giving themselves some more options uh, in their outfield. And, uh, you know, they, uh, it's, 
you know, they don't have Ronald Acuna Jr. And that, that's obviously, you're not going to make up for that easily. Uh, and they, they don't have Marcelo Zuna. Uh, and uh, they they let go of Ender Inciarte. So it's time to add some new, new bats. And that's basically what we've got here. Uh, for the Atlanta Braves, uh, and will it be enough to, to help them compete down the stretch? Well, at least they're giving it a shot. Uh, the Braves also uh, add a reliever. They get Richard Rodriguez, one of the more sought-after uh, relievers from Pittsburgh, uh, and they sent uh, starting pitcher Bryce Wilson and pitcher Ricky DeVito uh, uh, to Pittsburgh, and I think this isn't a bad deal, really, for Pittsburgh. Now, Rodriguez has pitched well uh, for the Pirates this year. He's 4-2 he's and two with 14 saves, 2.82 ERA, 0.84 whip, only 7.7 strikeouts per nine, so I'd be you know a little wary about uh, how likely he he would be to to put up those numbers through an entire season. But uh, Rodriguez also can, isn't going to be expected to be the closer uh, in Atlanta, and he can move into a setup role and uh, and you know give them legitimate help this year. Uh, now Bryce Wilson, uh, he's started seven games uh, for the Braves this year and has a 4.83 RA, 1.55 WHIP. Only six strikeouts per nine, uh, and then he he has appeared in ten games with nine starts at AAA as a four point two three ERA, one point three nine WHIP, six point eight strikeouts per nine. So the, none of those numbers are are terribly encouraging. But Wilson's still only twenty three, uh, and so you know if you're the Pirates, uh, this is the uh, the kind of uh, guy you can again you, you can get some reps here down the stretch and find out uh, whether Bryce Wilson really has what it takes to uh, to pitch in the major leagues uh, and. Uh, you know, if you were just getting Bryce Wilson in this deal for Rodriguez, I'd think that's not bad. Uh, but DeVito uh, might have some value as well. Uh, he's only started five games uh, in high A ball, but has been reasonably effective. 2.66 ERA, 1.28 whip, uh, 12 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and so, you know, you get, give it a few years, see what you can develop uh, out of Ricky DeVito. But uh, uh, there's at least a chance. Uh, and combined with Bryce Wilson, you might have some uh, actual long-term value uh, in exchange for Richard Rodriguez, who probably didn't have much long-term value. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, uh, they trade uh, pitchers John Gant and Evan Sisk uh, to Minnesota for lefty veteran J.A. Happ. Now, Happ's 38 years old and has really struggled this year. Uh, coming off, uh, he had a pretty nice season last year for the Yankees. Uh, but in 19 starts this year, Happ is a 6.77 ERA, 1.59 whip, 7 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and so uh, I'm not sure that he offers a ton of value uh, to the Cardinals, you know, maybe this is all about getting a left-handed pitcher, and uh, and Hap is indeed a left-handed pitcher. Uh, but uh, Gant is 28 years old. Uh, in 14 starts this year, he's got a 3.42 ERA, or, uh, which not bad. Uh, 1.57 WHIP, 6.6 strikeouts per nine. Now he's appeared in 25 games, so those numbers you know, include some time in the bullpen. And, and the low strikeout numbers. Uh, They've sort of indicated that Gant's, uh, like Gant had uh, unsustainably low ERA early on, uh, and you could just tell that it wasn't going to last, and it's sort of it's heading in, it's heading north. Uh, and but uh, you know, if you're the uh, uh, if you're the Twins, you may as well take on John Gant and see what kind of uh, value he can bring to you because J.A. Happ uh, wasn't offering a whole lot this year. And then Evan Sisk is 24 years old, uh, who's been pitching at High A and at Double A. His 3.31 ERA and 12.7 strikeouts per nine are, are not bad in 26 games, but he's got a 1.59 whip, and so not exactly uh, dominating at those levels. Uh, so I, I don't know how much you're getting uh, out of Evan Sisk, uh, but if uh, you know if he can improve his command and, and 
get those numbers under control, maybe he has a shot. Uh, Cleveland adds center fielder Miles Straw uh, from Houston uh, with uh, reliever Phil Maton uh, and catcher Yanier, Yaner Diaz. And so Straw is 26, and uh, while he's not exactly the most prolific hitter, he's got two home runs uh, this season, but 34 RBIs, 44 runs scored. He's stolen 17 bases in 22 attempts. I mean, there's his real value is uh, if you get a guy who can who can run the bases a bit and, and uh, patrol center field, uh, you can you can live with the fact that he's only hitting 262 with a 665 OPS, I suppose. Uh, but you know the, the hope here for Cleveland, I guess, is that they might have uh, a guy who could potentially be their uh, their everyday center fielder. Uh, Maton's 28 years old, uh, and uh, sort of power reliever is 4.57 ERA is not too great. Uh, and 1.36 whip is still a touch high, but 13.3 strikeouts per nine. Um, you know, the guy can miss some bats. Uh, now Diaz, a pretty decent, uh, hitter, uh, at a ball. Now he's 22 years old, hitting 314 with an 821 OPS. Uh, but if he's a catcher who can hit, um, there is some potential, uh, there. Now the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, also add veteran left-hander John Lester, uh, from Washington, uh, sending outfielder Lane Thomas uh, to the Nationals. Now Lester's 37 and ha- has not been terribly effective this year, and it's going to be quite a quite a tandem here if the Cardinals are, are rolling uh, John Lester and uh, J. A. Happ uh, <laughs> out of their uh, uh, he, he, anywhere in their rotation. Uh, but anyway, Lester has a 5.02 ERA, 1.59 WHIP, and only 6.1 strikeouts per nine in 16 starts this year. Uh, now Thomas. Uh, you know, there have been times where it thought he, he might be able to get a, uh, a real shot with the Cardinals, but he just hasn't been able to take advantage of it. He's 25 years old, uh, has had 142 career plate appearances, and, and in that time is hitting 172 with a 625 OPS. So uh, he has not hit well enough in, in his uh, chances in the major leagues with St. Louis. Uh, in trip, 30 games at AAA this year, he's hitting 265 with a 790 OPS. Um, so may, maybe slightly encouraging, uh, but I, I think even at you know, the best case scenario for Lane Thomas might be that he could become a fourth outfielder. Uh, and however, you know, in Washington, there might be, might be better opportunities for him, uh, for the rest of this season. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, bring back shortstop Freddie Galvis, uh, from the Baltimore Orioles, uh, sending Tyler Birch, uh, to Baltimore. Now Galvis is 31, can play second base and short, uh, and, you know, gives, gives the, uh, Phillies some, uh, quality depth. Uh, and it's not as though Galvis is, you know, a, a star by any means, but, uh, and he's hitting 249 with a 720 OPS. Got nine home runs. He's okay. Uh, and for fantasy purposes, he tends to be a guy who's out there on the waiver wire uh, when you need somebody to fill in in your middle infield. Uh, now, Tyler Birch is a 23-year-old, uh, pitching at A and high A. Uh, and in 23 games, he's got 3.99 ERA, 1.09 whip. Now, he does have 15 strikeouts per nine. Uh, I'd say the strikeouts per nine is kind of the one thing that is, is interesting there. Uh, but 23-year-old... Uh, a ball reliever is not exactly a, a huge uh, uh, value uh, going to Baltimore in return. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, get veteran left-hander Daniel Norris uh, from the Detroit Tigers for pitcher Reese Olson. Now Norris is 28 years old. Uh, his ERA this year is 5.89, uh, but he has appeared in 38 games. Uh, has a 1.45 WHIP, 9.8 strikeouts per nine. But uh, I mean, I think this is. <laughs> we need a left-handed reliever. There's a left-handed reliever, uh, and you'll see uh, if if at least he can get uh, favorable matchups. Maybe that uh, uh, will give Norris a chance to contribute uh, to the Brewers. Uh, Olson 
uh, is a 21-year-old who's pitching in high A. Uh, he's got a 4.30 ERA, 1.35 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine. I mean, the strikeout rate's not bad, uh, but you're, you're looking at some other numbers there that you need you need to get better uh, if he's going to be uh, climbing the ladder at all. Uh, Seattle Mariners uh, get closer, Diego Castillo, uh, from the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, sending uh, reliever J.T. Chargeois uh, and third baseman Austin Shenton uh, to uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Castillo, uh, has been pretty good uh, for Tampa Bay this year, so I guess somewhat surprising that they're dealing him. But uh, you know, Tampa Bay just figures that they can <laughs> they can move pieces in and out uh, at will here. Uh, and so Castillo is 2.72 ERA, 0.99 WHIP, uh, 14 saves, 12.1 strikeouts per nine, and 37 appearances this year. Um, that's a that's a pretty nice addition to the Seattle bullpen. Like Chargeois has been effective for Seattle, uh, but he's a 30 year old who really has has not been effective prior to this season. So I mean, he's got an ERA of three, a WHIP of 0.97, 8.7 strikeouts per nine. So he's been uh, a useful piece here uh, for Seattle. But if you're looking at you know wh- which of these pitchers you would uh, expect to be able to do it again, uh, it would certainly be uh, Diego Castillo. Uh, and now Shenton. 23 years old, um, who's mostly been playing in high A ball, but has since been promoted to uh, double A, and he can hit. He's got a 300 batting average with a 980 OPS uh, at those levels. Uh, 12 home runs, 61 RBI, 61 runs scored in 67 games. Uh, So he's been very productive. Uh, And so uh, I guess the the question will be, you know, can he finish strong at double A this year? Uh, and then maybe you know next year's a, another year of uh, development in the minor leagues before he gets a, a shot uh, with the Rays. Uh, the LA Dodgers uh, add more. They get uh, left-handed pitcher Danny Duffy from Kansas City for player to be named later. Uh, Duffy's 32 years old and having one of his best seasons. And now he missed some time with injuries, so he's appeared in 13 games, making 12 starts, 2.51 ERA, 1.21 WHIP, 9.6 strikeouts per nine. I mean that that's you know pretty quality pitcher kind of gets lost because Kansas City's nowhere, uh, but uh, that's you know a good good value pickup here for the Dodgers, uh, and you know player to be named later has been having a great season, <laughs> uh, but uh, I would I would expect that uh, the player to be named later uh, going to Kansas City might actually be a half decent prospect as opposed to um, in, in some of these other cases the player to be named later may just be a, a player with a pulse, uh, but you know Duffy is. Uh, a half decent pitching uh, prospect or a half decent pitcher should get you a decent prospect uh, in return. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, the uh, trade infielder Michael Chavis to Pittsburgh uh, for reliever Austin Davis. Uh, now, Chavis is 25 years old and has had 622 career plate appearances with the Red Sox. And he's had some power. He's got 25 home runs, 83 RBI, 74 runs scored, hitting 234. Uh, only has a 704 OPS because he won't walk, uh, has struck out 209 times. Uh, that's that's a lot uh, in 622 plate appearances. So, uh, you know, if you're if you're the Pirates, you can try Chavis at uh, second base or first base and um, and and see whether or not his approach gets any better. Uh, but you know, there is some power there that uh, is a little intriguing. But uh, the strikeout rate is awfully high uh, for somebody to be a, a regular in the major leagues. And now Austin Davis. Uh, is a 28-year-old left-hander who has only pitched nine and two-thirds innings this season. Uh, and so, I mean, he has a 5.59 ERA, 1.14 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine, but, I mean, it's less than 10 innings, uh, really. Uh, this is just, you know, give us a left-handed reliever, please. Uh, the Red Sox also trade uh, pitcher Alex Scherf uh, to Minnesota for uh, reliever Hansel Robles. Uh, and Robles is 30 years old, 
and has appeared in 45 games for the Twins. So, uh, you know, you're getting a, a legitimate major league bullpen arm, uh, albeit one with, uh, you know, some question marks. He, he has saved 10 games this year uh, for Minnesota, but Robles has a 4.91 ERA, 1.39 whip, 8.8 strikeouts per nine. I, I don't think the Red Sox are suddenly looking for Robles to be a, a, a new closer or anything, uh, but he does give them another uh, option in, in the later innings. Uh, while Scherf uh, has been, he's a 23-year-old who's been reasonably effective at, at uh, high A and double A ball. Uh, in 23 games, he's got a 2.45 ERA, 1.19 whip, 14.1 strikeouts per nine, but he's not ready to help uh, the Red Sox now and, and what they, they're looking for. I mean, the Red Sox didn't exactly, you know, go hard at the trade deadline this year. Uh, but uh, if they're looking to help their team uh, now, uh, they need a major league uh, ready reliever and Robles can do that. Uh, whereas Scherf, you know, is probably a few years away still uh, from, from getting that kind of opportunity. And so um, there you go. Uh, that covers the trade deadline deals, I mean, the, it's going to be fascinating to, to see what the new lineups are looking like in, in uh, really in all of these sp- spots, but especially Washington and, and Chicago, the Cubs, where, uh, where they've just gutted uh, their teams. Uh, but that will, be a, that will be a future podcast when we break down uh, kind of the, the ins and outs of, of all these deals and, and who's going to benefit and, um, and how that will play uh, for the rest of the season. So uh, enjoy the games with new rosters and new lineups. And uh, uh, also check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast. There's a ton of player movement going on. Uh, You know, we've just uh, gone through an expansion draft and and an NHL draft and free agency. So uh, trades have happened and and we've got a few more big ones still waiting to come. So uh, listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.